Approaches. Blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship, it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fantasy Coaches. I am your host, as always, guys, Coach Steve here. We have another fantastic episode for you guys today here. We are talking week six starts and sits as we break down each game with the possible starts and sits from each contest. Uh, With me today is, of course, Coach John. Coach John, what's going on, brother? Nothing much. Another beautiful Thursday. Get to do start sits with my friend and answer questions in the chat this is i love thursdays they're the best i love it me too so uh we have a lot to get through so we're not going to dilly daddle hill uh we're going to get right into the fantasy news today uh obviously we mentioned a lot of this on monday but it's been confirmed justin jefferson devon a chain and james connor all went to the ir uh now John, would you be trading for any of these players in redraft right now? Like, do any of these players shout out as buy lows as they went as they go on the IR? The only one to me, I mean, I, I you know, you want I, Justin Jefferson is really the only one out of those three that I, I think. But again, there is a real risk, and I've been thinking about it more and more today, kind of if if the Vikings really stink over the next four or five weeks and say they go one and four over the next five weeks and they're totally out of it. I don't see why Justin Jefferson would rush back kind of injured with contract negotiations going on. So, you know, it could be tough, but also Justin Jefferson on this list is the one that could set your team over the top. Like if you're already, you know, four and one or, you know, four and one or whatever we're at four and you know three and one and you add justin jefferson and then in three four weeks he comes back healthy and or four sorry four weeks because he's on ir he comes back healthy yeah that's the type of player that could make your team a superstar team so uh, that's the one that i would be actively trading for in redraft um what are you giving up for a player like that i mean i mean what if you could turn that's a big question there. Yeah, I mean, it, like, so if you could turn, you know, if you could turn, like, sort of maybe Zay Flowers, you know, you could turn sort of, you know, one of these sort of rookies that shows some promise, you know, maybe. Like, as, get, a, as a team, as a, let's say, let's, let's switch it around this way. Instead of actively trading for, what are yeah. you looking in return if you're a team that's one and four? two and three are you holding on to him or no i think you gotta i think if you're if you're scraping by to try and get wins i think you got to trade justin jefferson what would you feel comfortable in getting return in that sense like what would you want um who is a tough question but what i would want would be sort of you know would be a great one and, and it probably wouldn't happen because of the name and the offense and all that but like a like a jalen waddle uh you know, Waddle. Like, would you do Waddle straight up? That's that I would do. Wa- I if I'm one in four and I'm struggling to get wins, I would do Waddle for Jefferson straight would up. Would you give up Waddle 
to get Jefferson as well on the flip uh, side. On the flip side, if I'm four and one and yeah, yeah, I would, I would be okay doing that. You know, it's okay. like, yeah, he, he's kind of underperformed. Hasn't looked the best. Uh, things could change with Devon H out. And so, um, yeah, he's one that I think could bounce second half and be a strong second half player. So that's kind of someone I'd be targeting. All right, so and Justin Jefferson is kind of, you know, I, I think he's about enough to get that done. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with these three players, again, they're big name players for, for fantasy lineups this year. And, and honestly, I, I don't think I would really want to trade too many of them. I feel like because each one has their own situation where I think James Conner has like the clearest path to probably come back and, and be, get his position back right away. Um, like I think Justin Jefferson takes more time than the four weeks, you know, the, the lot, the Vikings are in a situation where they're, losing game after game, you know, it wouldn't be smart for them. It wouldn't be smart for Jefferson to, if they four weeks to rush back on the lineup, you're, if they're one and eight by the time he returns, like, what's the point? Like why, why even put him back in the game? Why risk your season next year for Justin Jefferson to be back on your lineup, where you're kind of basically out of the playoffs. Uh, so that that's concerning to me. I preferably don't really want to be trading for Justin Jefferson right now um to me i feel like it could be a longer term thing than the four weeks but i mean i it's a good bargain if you can get the right piece right now for sure uh because you just never know i could be completely wrong uh devon a chain i'm concerned that that the jeff wilson and raheem mosa duo gets thing going and they kind of bring back devon a chain on a slow motion and he 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 takes more time to get back going james connor like the Cardinals don't give a shit. They're just going to continue to just throw whoever they can out there to be competitive. Like if James Conner's ready to go, they're going to throw James Conner out there. It's not like James Conner has all these years left on his resume. Like let's just throw James Conner out there. We paid him, put him out there on the, put him out there on my team, on my, uh, in the starting roster. So uh, Tony uh, is questionable. Can I play him Monday? Yes, you should be able to play Tony Paul on Monday. Tony Pollard injury. Just looking up his update on this injury real quick here uh shoulder injury he should be fine he was a limited participant today on thursday uh i mean if if there was something really wrong with him you'd find out tomorrow for sure um but i see no issue with him missing any time especially this week so um players in danger this week sam porta he showed up on the uh did not practice report today because of a calf injury miles sanders did not practice clear uh herbert Clear Herbert, sorry, did not practice. Roshan Johnson did not practice today with his concussion. David Njoku did not practice. Deshaun Watson did not practice, which he's looking more and more likely he's going to miss. Jameer Gibbs did not practice. Did he, he did work out on the sideline with trainers today, but he did not practice today. Neither did Daniel Jones, who's dealing with that neck injury. And Traylon Burks, already out. He's not playing in week six. He's not traveling to London. Players at practice this week, Wondell Robinson, Darren Waller, Amaron St. Brown looks like he's a full practice today, so he's fine. He should be back and ready to go. Saquon Barkley is still a question mark. Uh, Odell Beckham played a f- uh, full day of practice today. T. Higgins looks promising to return this week, so that is something to look forward to. And uh, Greg Dulcich activated off the IR. So nice. some good things for uh, the training camps, uh, training camps uh, tra- practices this week. So we're going to keep going through the motions and get right into the um, starts and sits for this week here. So... Let's get things going. Start off with the first one, the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the, big, the big question of this game for me that I came up with is Tajay Spears worth a flex play this week. He had 14 fantasy points last week, John. 
Uh, caught a touch, got a touchdown. He's playing over 50% of the snaps right now. Is he flex worthy for you in this matchup? In <clears throat> he is flex worthy for sure. He is flex worthy in this matchup. I think it could be a little tougher. Um, Baltimore secondary is where you kind of beat Baltimore. You don't really beat them on the ground, um, but he looks great. It, it, they, I don't think Tannehill really can throw the ball as much as they're going to let him and allow him. I don't, I don't know if he can. So, you know, maybe it is just Derrick Henry, Tajay Spears every week, just, you know, getting fed carries and, and stuff. So he has shown enough to me. We talked about it all preseason. You know, we saw it in um, the preseason games. He looked great in, it was just a matter of time until he got in the end zone and starts popping off. And I think the transition in uh, Tennessee is happening, you know, sooner rather than later. So I'm, I'm totally fine with flexing Tajay Spears. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, I'm still a little concerned with the production overall. I mean, he's looking good. Don't get me wrong. He's has looked good. Um, but just nervous of that he, he's seen about i'd say about almost close to 10 touches a game which is fine um yeah i mean if you're in a desperate situation i think he's an okay flex option for you this week if, if you're looking for something uh maybe you're dealing with a lot of injuries and you need to throw somebody in there i think uh, spears has himself a solid role so far in the offense that he should be good enough uh to be able to flex this week uh, we do have a question in the chat here. Mixon and Pickens. That's a trade question. Mixon and Pickens for Myers, Jacoby Myers, I'm assuming, Zay Flowers, and James Conner. Is that a fair deal? I have Waddle and CD and Swift and Pollard. My pinch is kind of thin at wide receiver. So you're um, looking to pick up yeah, it's wide receivers. Yeah, it's absolutely a fair trade. Um yeah, I mean, it's absolutely a fair trade. It's just the big wild card here is, you know, James Conner. Um, but I, I think, like you said, I think once James Conner is healthy, Arizona is just going to roll him out. Like, they have no reason to hold him back. They have no reason to not play him. So, you know, it's not like Justin Jefferson where he could be healthy or, you know, healthy and kind of not – play and do whatever right whereas james connor if he's healthy arizona's playing him so yeah i, I think this is totally a fair trade you're gonna be you're gonna be kind of dicey at running back until james connor comes back you know kind of having to play this you know, maybe you play in the waiver wire game a little but once connor's back and you have flowers myers you know waddle cd swift pollard like that's a that's a great yeah that's a good trade good lineup yeah i i think it's pretty fair I, I think you're selling i think you're selling off of the george pickens right now coming off a hot week here deontay johnson's coming back in week seven uh joe mixon really just hasn't really done too much this year to, to overly impress me that like i'm concerned about having him on my team and then jacoby myers has been solid this year zay flowers is hasn't i don't think had his best games yet this season and then eventually you'll have James Conner back on your team. As long as you can get by without having a third option at RB, and maybe you do, uh, I'd say it's a decently fair trade overall here. And I think you could mix Myers and Flowers each week in the flex, depending on the matchup. So I like it. Uh, question from Albert. Uh, Chris Godwin or Brandon Ayuk this week? Chris Godwin's got the Lions. Brandon Ayuk's got Cleveland. Um, hmm. That's a tough one. Um, that's a tough one. I, I think honestly, you know, it, it's two factors. One, 
Mike Evans was out of practice again today. So there could be a chance there's no Mike Evans. And if that's the case, then a hundred percent it's Chris Godwin. Um, Cause he'll get volume. He'll you know, all that. Right. The Brandon Ayuk one is interesting because I, I don't think Cleveland is going to score many points. Um, there's talk of, you know, Watson missing again. Um, who knows who's going to play quarterback for them at that point. PJ so PJ Walker. Great. Awesome. Start up your 49ers defense. Um, it, it, it could just get ugly quick and they'll just run the ball with Christian McCaffrey a hundred times. Cause they can. So, you know, I think you can play Ayuk obviously because he's always a threat for a touchdown, but um, you know, I, I would be a little more wary. And so I would lean Chris Godwin. And then if, Evans is out. I'm a hundred percent playing Godwin. Like it's not even a question at that point. Yeah. Um, I, I think I like that strategy there. Honestly, I think if Mike Evans misses Albert, you throw a Chris Godwin there, you start him automatically. If not, you take that upside play with Brandon IU. Cause he just, ha- he has that upside in him to, to produce big games last week. Wasn't as big, but uh, I feel like this is a rotation when it comes to these 49ers uh, pass catchers. And I think this could be a Brandon IU week for him, but uh if there is no Mike in, it's almost hard not to start Chris Godwin and, and the target share he's going to receive in this game. So, uh, Brandon Ayuk for me, but if Mike Evans is out, then I'd I'd lean towards Godwin at that point. Uh, Manuel has another question: Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, pick two, four point PPR. Oh man, um, I think again this comes down to if um, Deshaun Watson plays or not, which it doesn't look like he's gonna. Um, so if he's not playing, I would do Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas. If he is playing, I would do Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper. Mm, okay. Uh, I'd still lean Cooper over God Thomas, even with PJ Walker, but I would definitely go Chris Godwin, uh, yeah. in that scenario. So, yeah. all right. We got a question from Dylan in the chat here, 12 man, 12 team redraft full point PPR traded Deandre Hopkins for Joe Mixon straight up to the uh, jetty owner, my depth at running back. Uh, Tony Pollard, James Cook, Blair Herbert's hurt, Tajay Spears. He has Diggs, Ayuk. Uh, he's got Hollywood, Michael Thomas. He had Nuke, Dell, and Downs. Good trade. So basically, yeah. good trade trading Hopkins for Mixon. Yep. Good trade. Yeah. Great, great trade. I, I, trade. I think it's totally fine. I think DeAndre Hopkins is not going to not gonna give you a ton um, for redraft rest of the season. I mean, dynasty. He's not going to put sure. up what, his, what he did each and every single week. What he showed us in not. week five. So it's a good trade. Mixon hasn't had a blow up game yet. Uh, it's a good time. And in the, in the and Seattle, Seattle, Scott, Cincinnati's offense is getting healthier. So yeah. It's a good nuke trade. was a nuke was a luxury in that wide receiver room for you. Yeah. Uh, Z Smitty asked, uh, start Olave or Mixon in my flex PPR. Obviously Olave has Houston and Mixon has, Ooh, who do I, why can't I think of who they have this week offhand? Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Let me, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I should have it in front of me. It's, it's in front of it me. Is, somewhere yeah. There. They're playing Seattle. Sorry. Seattle. All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Seattle. which way are you leaning here? Um, oh, man. This Thank you, tough. Dylan. Appreciate that. Yeah. This is another tough one too, because Olave, you know, I think the answer is Olave. I, in my mind, Olave is, kind of that flex player that you look for that could have a huge day. Um, but traditionally Houston is a tough matchup for wide receivers only because you can just kind of beat them on the ground so much. And I do think that the saints defense is gonna, you know, it looks good. So 
Uh, Derek Carr hasn't looked good, but I, I still would just play Olave over Mixon just for the fact that there's, you know, I, I don't know how big of a game Mixon can have without multiple touchdowns. Olave can have a big game. You know, he could go have a hundred yard game, you know, and be fine without a touchdown. Mixon doesn't get in the end zone. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to lean Mixon personally on this one. Uh, I, I, Seattle's let up a lot, five rushing touchdowns so far this season. Uh, it's kind of hard to trust what the uh, Saints passing attack is doing right now. Like a lot of it got lucky that he caught a touchdown last week. I think he caught two <laughs> yes, touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, they're just not throwing the ball with, with Carr's injury right now. So I'm going to lead to the red hot Bengals right now and hope that Joe Mixon gets a touchdown this week. So I, I would lean Joe Mixon here. And then okay. Smitty also asks, my team is two and three. What moves would you make? Um, Smitty, I'm, we're going to look at this and send us a message on Twitter here. Yeah. And I want to yeah, think about send this. Send us a message on Twitter. But you, I will quickly, I will say if you're two and three, I would try and move uh, A Chan and, and, and Jefferson. But yeah, uh, the rest, we got to kind of parse. Yeah, send through. us your, so if you have a Twitter or an email, send it over in the ch- comments and I will uh, send you a message after this. Because it's yep. going to take a little long to really break down that scene for us. So, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. yes. so I like those questions, but like send it. Out, let us know your contact information, and we'll we will email you. Promise that. That uh, to get back sure. to this Ravens Titans game here. Um, like I said, you start Jackson, smart start Andrews, Flowers, Henry, and Hopkins. Uh, you, you sit Tennessee, you sit Tannehill, you sit Chigakonkwa, you sit mostly all the Titans receivers: Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham. Um, are you starting like the Ravens running backs, John? You going after Gus Edwards? Um, desperation start if you need to, but I'd rather not. Uh, you know, we've seen now this has become a real nebulous backfield where everyone is getting kind of equal amount of touches, but no one is really kind of you know stepped up. So out of the two, I would play Justice Hill just because he's more explosive than Gus Edwards, but. I'm not thrilled starting either one of them. And then Lamar Jackson could vulture a touchdown on the goal line. So, you know, what are you really getting right now? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're both like RB threes. I don't really see big upside at either one of the running backs for the Ravens this week here. They're more like you're struggling at RB and you're, that's kind of what you have going on. You're using one of those as your RB two, which is unfortunate. So um, yeah, I'm not really thrilled to start either one. Nelson Aguilar kind of threw in there because the Titans mm-hmm. do give up a lot to the slot, and he was playing a lot to the slot this past, last week in Week Five, even with Beckham and Bateman there. But again, probably more of a deeper league start than anything. But I just wanted to mention him. Um, yeah. The Washington Commanders and the Atlanta Falcons. Question of the game: Are you starting any of the Commanders' wide receivers this week? I mean, you can start matchup? Terry. You can start Terry McLaurin. Uh, you can. I think he's probably a wide receiver three with some upside, but. Um, you know, I'm not like, I'm not trying my best to get him in my lineup, um, but he's he is still startable in my mind. All right, all right. Um, I probably want to start Curtis Samuel of all of them. Not really trusting. Like McLaurin is just putting up like six or seven points each week. It's just not. It's not looking like I can trust him as an upside play in my starting lineup this week. Like Curtis Samuels put up 15 fantasy points back-to-back weeks now. Um, if I'm going to trust any of them, it, it, to me, it's Curtis Samuels. This past week with Terry McLaurin, I went back and watched um, because I was actually watching Logan Thomas and uh, Sam Howell. Terry McLaurin had two pretty deep passes 
one of them, which could have been a touchdown, um, get called back on uh, PIs. And so if he catches those, it could look like a totally different stat line. So I still, I still believe in Terry. I believe in the talent. Um, I think he's just had kind of a tough go so far. I respect it. All right. Uh, players you can start, you should start. Bijan, yep. Robinson, yep. Brian Robinson, Logan Thomas. Yep. Uh, sitting, I'm not really trusting Howell against the Falcons defense. They are pretty tough. Antonio Gibson, mm-hmm. I want no part of. Tyler Ogier is a good five-point player. Uh, Jahan Dotson, honestly, I just can't start him right now. He's just not performing the standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, commanders are bad in the secondary there, John. You tr- Could you trust Ritter in a super flex league right now? He came off a big game. Um, he's dominant at home. He's great at home. I, I, I so here's I, I will. I was a big Desmond Ritter guy in the off season. I put my money where my mouth was and traded for him in a few leagues. And he is currently in my lineup as my QB two in uh, a couple dynasty super flex leagues. So yeah, I think you can absolutely start him as a as a wide receiver as a quarterback two this week. Yeah, he's okay. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I, I still I. It's hard to trust him, but like it's a mat, it's a good matchup for him. Uh, yeah. And if you're desperate, I think he could give you some upside as a flex QB two play. Uh, Drake London, again, it, it will really just depend if you trust Ritter enough to throw the ball. I mean, he's a flex boomer bust play. Uh, I think you kind of agree on that, John. Kind of just yeah. like you throw him in, hope yeah. for the best. Uh, are you starting the tight ends? They had combined for like 17 targets last week. Are you going to go for them again this week? I'm going to probably fall for Kyle Pitts again. I'm probably going to. He He looked fine. He's getting targets. I mean, he's, you know, he's had a few games now so far with double digit targets. So I think you can John Smith as well. I I think you can take a stab. John Smith to me is more of like a DFS kind of guy. Um, yeah, I, I think this week, if you can't start Kyle Pitts this week against the Commanders at home, then you can never start him. So I, I think if he's on your roster, depending on obviously who your alternative is, but I, I think you can start him and probably should start him. And if he lets you down this week, then forget it. Just, just I don't know, drop him and burn that bridge. <laughs> Get rid yeah, of it. I mean, they're both. I think you can both start them in most leagues here. If you're, if you're, at, if you have them as your starting tight end, I think you can throw them in your lineup and uh, expect a decent production. Um, commanders are decent against tight ends. We even know they didn't show it last week, but uh, I think they both start worthy there. It's because of the targets they're seeing. They're just seeing so many targets. It's like, at this point, you just got to trust them in your starting lineup. They're getting the target share to be tight end ones. It's just the production isn't always tight end one worthy. So, all right. Uh, over to the Vikings bears game here. Do we start, J, uh, KJ Osborne this week. Yes, I think you have to. Um, not have to, but I think you can. Um, you absolutely can. Uh, Vikings are still Vikings are still going to throw the ball. Bears defense is nothing to be afraid of. Um, and Jordan Addison can't carry the entire offense. Um, so I think KJ Osborne's he's a good player. He's a good threat. He's you know steady pro, and he'll be fine. Yeah, I think you can. Um, again, don't start him over some of your like proven players. That's the one thing I'll say. Like he's has a favorable matchup, but I would still start your proven players that you have on your team that you drafted that you've been going with this whole season. Like just don't throw. He's just he's not an auto start, but he's a good start this week. Uh, so that that's the way I feel about Osborne. So 
Um, for this matchup, though, you start Fields, you start DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Alexander Madison, TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison. You sit Cam Akers just because I just don't, his role really hasn't expanded enough for me to trust him. Um, and there are RBs for the Bears. Like, all right, right now, Roshan's not playing, so it might just be Deontay Foreman, which would be an automatic just put him in the start column. Um, but if they both are playing, you have to low bit limit expectation. You probably don't want to start them as frequently if they're both on the field in week six. Yes, that's it. how I'm treating it. If 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 Roshan is out, I'm pl- I'm fine playing Deonta. If Roshan's in, I don't really want to play either one. That's right. Minnesota's been pretty good against like running backs. They let up work in their passing games. So that's kind of yep. the way that works. All yep. right, Seahawks Bengals. There's a game I couldn't think of. Is can yep. you flex <laughs> or would you flex JSN off a of bye? No. No, not taking that risk yet with um, him. No, not yet. I, I, um, I just, I JSN to me is hyper talented. I think he was a luxury pick by the Seattle Seahawks, and they, you know, don't need him right this second. And so he's just gonna get kind of three, four, five targets every week until they need him or until he really kind of pops off. And so. Yeah, I, I'm okay with just holding on JSN as a bench stash still for now. There is talk. Uh, DK Metcalf has a rib injury apparently, so he missed practice today. I think he's tough as nails and he'll play. But if he doesn't, that changes things, of course. Um, but no, I'm 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 cool. I'm cool not playing JSN right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying this particular rookie to come in and. You know, because a lot of rookies do happen to do play better after a bye week, but this is, I don't think this is a situation where JSN is just going to come in and see dominate the targets, nine or eight targets in a game, and and just be the number one on, on this team now. Uh, I, I think it's still going to take more time, but he should be rostered. He should be rostered in your team because God oh, forbid yes. something happens to Metcalf or Lockett, he has tremendous upside. Just so, just because people have been asking me, should I drop the JSN? I'm like, no, 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 hold on to JSN still. So yeah. Um, for starts, Joe Burrow, Ken Walker, Joe Mixon, DK Metcalf, Jamar Chase, of course, sits. I don't really want to start Gino. It's not the best matchup for him personally. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have T Higgins as a sit and I honestly feel fine with that. To be honest, even if he does play, it's just risky with his injury. And the fact that he's just so boom or bust, I don't want to play him off his injury week. And then Irv Smith is just non-existent. Useless. Um, Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you okay with uh Tyler Lockett in the flex yep yep uh, Tyler Lockett is a he's the he's the perfect flex he's been the perfect flex player for the past like five years he's just perfect for it he could true. get you could get you 25 points could get you five points it's like it's just you know you take what you can with Tyler Lockett uh, and we have a question about Geno Smith so this is perfect timing and we're in the Seahawks game here a and j films start Geno or Strout or Derek Carr I would start CJ Stroud. I would. Yes. I I actually would as well, too, to be honest there. I'm not liking the matchup for Geno this week. Uh, Overall, he just really hasn't been that much of an upside play. And I think this is a big running back week for Ken Walker and Zach Charbonnet. Uh, And Carr Carr is just too inconsistent. I I think Stroud, even in a tough matchup last week, he showed that he could still put up almost 20 points in a game. Um, So I would lean Stroud on this one, too. Um, like I said, Zach Charbonnet could be potentially a decent flex play because of he's a rookie that's coming off, and I think he could be a guy that sees more opportunity, unlike JSN right now, because of the way the running back room is going. Um, so he's just a name to throw out there. Uh, Tyler Boyd, if T. Higgins played, I want nothing to do with Tyler Boyd. 
Correct. Um, and that I don't think I want to, even though the matchup makes sense for him, but he just, just not, he's not good right now for us, unfortunately. <laughs> and no offense to sleeper tight end because Seattle, uh, the Bengals are so bad against tight ends. But mm-hmm. again, you have to be streaming tight ends to go in that direction. And then JN Film, cool. Another question: Montgomery for Puka. So you're trading Ooh. Dave Montgomery for Puka. Ooh. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't just because I think finding replacement running back is hard to do. Um, and David Montgomery is great. He looks good. The team loves him. Um, they're not really involving Jameer Gibbs the way we and thought. Hurt. <laughs> and Jameer Gibbs is banged up. Yeah. I mean, it's just, so I, I think Montgomery is a, a rock solid RB one going forward until we are proven otherwise. So to trade that away is really difficult. Like you would, in my mind, and not that Puka isn't, but you would need an absolute like game changer at wide receiver in order for me to give up Montgomery. Just because I think of, I think running back positional value is very high right now. I, I mean, it, it's just, it, you know, it's tough. It's tough to find like a in your lineup locked and loaded RB1 every week. And David Montgomery seems to be that guy right now. Right, and I understand wanting to sell high on a running back that's had back-to-back 100-yard games like that. Um, but with Dave Montgomery, is that like unless you have a like, you could go out there today and get Josh Downs and start Josh Downs this week. You, you go out there today yep. and what you're getting the Cardinals backup, like that's the that's the that's what you're getting out there when you trade a player away like Dave Montgomery. Like you're getting Puka, which is great. And if it was Dynasty, I'd say yes. But this is I'm assuming this is going to probably be a redraft here. And you're losing on an opportunity to have an RB on RB one rest of the season. Like he can be an RB one the rest of the season. Like I don't see a reason why they're going to move away from what they're doing and they're doing it well with Montgomery, even though Puka has been fantastic. But you can always find a replacement at wide receiver for the week if you need it. Um, so unless you have tremendous death, I'd hold on Montgomery too. Yeah, you would have uh, to have some serious running back depth. <laughs> yeah, you have to have at least three or three players that you could start any given week if you're trading Dave Montgomery. Personally, that's how I feel about it. If you don't, then I, I'm holding him. All right. Uh, 49ers, Bra- Browns, this is a pretty easy one. Are you trusting a Brown without Sean Watson at, on the field? Nope. 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 Okay. I respect nope. it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Nope. I don't want anybody. If there's no Deshaun Watson, I don't want anybody. And even with Deshaun Watson, a hurt Deshaun Watson against the 49ers defense, <laughs> I would start Amari Cooper just because. But other than that, I wouldn't really want to start anybody else. I agree. I actually agree with you on that one. Yeah, I really don't want to start pretty much all Browns besides Jerome Ford right now. Uh, and even Jerome Ford's could be kind of a risky play. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, with or with Watson, this is not a game that I want to trust the Brown. Um, but you do trust Brock, um, CMC, Jerome Ford, like I mentioned, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuels, George Kittle. You sit in whoever the Browns quarterback is. You sit Kareem Hunt. You sit David Njoku, Donovan Peoples-Jones. And like I said, Mari Cooper and Elijah Moore, really not trying to start them if I don't have to. But you're right, John. If if, if Watson plays, I would just start Cooper as a flex anyway. So yep. that was an easy one there. I like that one. All right. Great. Carolina Panthers versus my Dolphins here. I didn't have a good question of the game this for this one here. Um, so I'm just going to go through the lines of starting sits here. Uh, you start Tua, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Raheem Mostert, Adam Thielen. You sit Bryce Young. You sit both tight ends. Um, I don't know if Jeff Wilson is coming off this week i have not seen an official report but if he does come off do you give him a chance in your lineup or not yet probably not yet um probably not yet um because i think that 
you know, they're going to handle the Carolina Panthers pretty easily. So I don't think they'll rush Jeff Wilson back into the lineup for this game. Um, Maybe if it's yeah, a med backup kind of situation this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay letting Jeff Wilson. And they know that Jeff Wilson is the type of guy that you need down the stretch. You know, you don't need Jeff Wilson right now. So I think that even if he's back, he'll probably be in a very, very minuscule role against Carolina. Right. And I like it. Um, Miles Sanders, like I said, he hasn't practiced, and I think there's a good chance he misses this game, which would then put Chuba Hubbard in that more of the start range because he would yeah. likely see majority of the work. So keep your eye out for that. And yeah. I don't know, Mingo and Shark, like the matchup kind of makes sense. But again, you're looking at more deeper leagues for both those guys. Like, I did do an article that said Mingo could have a pretty good week, so I do believe that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just put them there because they're kind of like sleepers, but, like, it's kind of hard to trust them as, like, a normal 12-man league sleeper play. But they're more like 14-, 16-man league. But I wanted to mention them for your team, for people who play in any format. So, Yep, they're good, they're good to mention. I just think Bryce Young hasn't performed nearly as well as anyone expected. So it's just hard to start anyone outside of Adam Thielen. Yes, most of his production last week came in garbage time last week. So, like, it yeah. wasn't like he was playing that well. And no, so, he, he looks uh, bad. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I only got him in like one league. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Divisional matchup here between the Colts and the Jaguars. Can we flex Josh Downs this week? I think so. Big week? I think you can. I think I'm not afraid of Gardner Minshew. I think, if anything, it helps um, because he won't kind of tuck and run. Um, he will always keep his head up and be looking downfield. And I think Josh Downs is a really good wide receiver, Um, you know, hyper productive in college and, you know, he's coming into the league earning targets and looked great last week. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm buying in on Josh Downs. I, I think he looks good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I think you can flex him this week. I, th- I think he has seen enough targets over the last three weeks here now. And every time he's performed, He's had Gardner Menchie as his quarterback. So, yeah, give me give me Josh Downs this week here. I think he's a solid flex play if you picked him up this week if you needed to start. Um, you start Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, basically the whole starting lineup for the Jaguars. Michael Pittman, you start. You don't start a Colts tight end. You don't start Alec Pierce at all. Zay Jones, I'm not really trying to start. I think we've talked a lot about Jonathan Taylor, and it always seemed to be like, eh, with Jonathan Taylor. And I think – you saw him as your RB2 because you're likely struggling at running back more than likely because you need a body, but don't feel great about it. And I don't feel great about giving Zach Moss a start either. <laughs> I prefer yeah. not to start this backfield if I can. Yeah, it's it's it, it doesn't feel safe at all. Um, but I do think that I, I do think that you can play. I mean, listen, you could play either one. I mean, obviously, Zach Moss last that's week. That's the issue. We don't know. Last week, last week, <laughs> great. Yeah, that's the thing. You you could make an argument in case for either guy, and I would have to kind of agree with you. So I think you could start either one, but it, it is just risky business. But with running backs, sometimes that's what you need. I mean, so, like, you know, I'm I'm probably taking my stab at, like, Jonathan Taylor or Zach Moss over, uh, you know, Gus? If, it, if there's no, oh yeah, over Gus for sure. But if there's no, if there's no Deshaun Watson, I'm probably taking both of these guys over uh, Jerome Ford. So, okay, you I know, like I, I don't hate that. 
Yeah, so I think you have to kind of get risky with running backs sometimes, and both of these guys are very risky, but we saw Zach Moss last week look totally fine. So, um, yeah, I think you can. I think you can start him. Yeah, no, I think you could start either one. It's really, I would love to know who would be the passing downs back uh, because Zach Moss basically had the whole role last week. We really aren't sure what kind of role Taylor will have moving forward. It could be a 50 50 split, it could be Taylor is just the guy again. Um, yeah. But we know that Menchu loves a third of running backs. And we saw it in week three when he got the start. Zach Moss had four catches uh, in that game there. So I'll be interested to see who plays the passing downs back. But I, I think you you could flex both those guys if you're in a situation you just need a body and hope for the best for one of them to kind of play. But mm-hmm. you're hoping you start the pass catching one. That's the thing. Because that, that will be probably the whoever catches more targets will probably be the one who has the better day. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's get over to the next game here. Saints, Titans, Texans. Um, can we trust Dalton Schultz? He had a great week last week. Are you trusting him? Um, yeah, I think you can. I think tight ends are tight ends are all once you're outside of the top five, tight ends are all kind of a dice roll. And CJ Stroud looks good. Um, you know, Dalton Schultz got a touchdown. So yeah, I think you can play Dalton Schultz. Uh, yeah, I, I think you can as well. Um, I am a little nervous on Dalton Schultz because a lot of his production came in after Tank Dell and Bob Woods left. But then Tank Dell's not playing potentially, and Bob Woods, he, he'll be back. And uh, yeah, I, I think you can start Dalton Schultz as a tight end as your tight end one this week. I shouldn't have any issues with that. I think he will be peppered with targets in a situation that they need to, even though it's a not a capable matchup. So um, kind of that's kind of how I feel about it. So. Yeah, Tank Dell didn't practice again today. He's in concussion protocol, and everything we've seen so far this season is if you get a concussion, you odds are you're missing at least yeah. this next week. Especially so, if you did it on Sunday. So Yeah, I just have a feeling you're not going to have Tank Dell. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, Gibran, you thank you for the, subscri- the, the sub. We appreciate that. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, yeah. You follow. We're g- gladly help you out for the whole season. So, All right, let's get back to the game here. Uh, you start Alvin Kamara, start Nico Collins, start Chris Olave. You sit any Saints tight ends. You sit Damian Pierce, Rashad Rashid, Bob Woods. Um, we already said DJ Stroud, you can start. Derek Carr, I really don't want to start. Uh, overall, uh, if Tank Dell's out, John Mechie would jump into the slot role uh, or the outside role there. So he could be interesting, but probably wouldn't want to start him. And Kendrick Miller is kind of like a RB, like a low-end RB3 that – has sleeper appeal because the Texans run defense is kind of shitty. Um, so he might see opportunity in this game. Like he saw last week. Uh, so he's a name to keep your eye on. If you're desperate at RB as your RB two or flex uh, for week for uh, week six. So, all right. Uh, we are very far behind, but that's okay here. Cause we're hoping everyone <laughs> answer questions here. So Calvin Forbes start Mari Cooper, Gabe Davis or Tyler Lockett this week. I'm starting would, Gabe Davis. I would start Gabe Davis. Yeah, I would start Gabe yes. Davis. Yes, he's got a fantastic matchup this week against the Giants. I, I'm giving Davis a, a fifth touchdown and 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 a fourth touchdown in four straight games. So Gabe Davis to me would be the guy there. Uh let's go to the next game. Patriots. This is actually an easy one. Patriots Raiders. Do you start any Patriots, John? No. No, 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 you don't start any Patriots right now. No, you see, <laughs> they, are, they are arguably the worst team in the league right now. And you do not start any Patriots. Makes makes me so happy. Uh, but uh, you start it makes me sad. 
Yeah, you're very welcome there, Calvin. Uh, yes, I'm not starting any Patriots besides Hunter Henry. I'm okay with Hunter Henry as a start as the tight end position because it's a tight end position. Um, so I'm okay with that. You saw Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers. Jimmy G could have some sleeper potential on his end there. I don't know how. I probably feel comfortable in Superflex League starting him, but uh, I would love to see some kind of swagger from him and Jacoby Myers just shitting on the Patriots uh, in their re- revenge game this week here. So that would be fun. Um, not starting any Raiders tight ends. Mac Jones is a hundred percent a sit. Uh, again, I don't want to start even Ramondre Stevenson that much. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but yeah, like I don't want of to. Of course, you can start. You can start Ramondre, but I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't want to. Right. Um, you know, I, I just it's he hasn't done much yet, and the offense looks putrid. Splitting so. with Zeke too much. He's getting too much split work with Zeke. So, and the offense is not in scoring positions often. It's just no, ugly, zero ugly. points in back-to-back weeks. Like that's that's not what yeah. you want for your fantasy players. So, uh, Cardinals Rams here. Are you starting one of the Cardinals running backs this week? Um, Keontae Ingram and um, yeah, yeah. I I I I mean, there's 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 doubt that Keontae Ingram goes, and then probably. I would start. Uh, then I would start. Um, Mary, yeah, yeah, his name is yeah, his name's crazy. <laughs> his name's crazy, but yeah, I would start that rookie. Um, yeah, of course, because he'll have the backfield to himself. They did sign Tony Jones. I don't think Tony Jones will yeah, be ready this week. Too, so. Yeah, fine. I'm not worried about him. I, I would, I, I would, if Keontae Ingram's out, which it seems like he's gonna be, I would start the rookie. If Keontae Ingram, if Keontae Ingram does somehow go, then it is too messy for me to trust anybody right yeah i mean yeah he's a decent rb3 this week uh that you can play if you're hurting at running back i'm hoping that he sees most of the work uh the rookie cardinals running back so yeah uh we have a a question from team visions uh how much value does saquon have right now someone offered me him and and hollywood brown for jamar chase ppr no um um yeah so his value his value is kind of risky just because, um, yeah, like uh, like Motion Man just said, uh, the Giants O-line sucks. He's been banged up this season here. The re- the chance of re-injuring is probably pretty high for him the rest of the year. Um, and Jamar Chase has been just an elite option for us in fantasy. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't accept that. His value is like a low end. It's like an RB2 right now, and I just don't see the RB1 upside in his value at this exact moment for you to trade away Jamar Chase to get him and Hollywood Brown, who – has been, you know, he's been a decent wide receiver three. So, but Jamar Chase is a wide receiver one with wide receiver one finish each and every single week upside. So I would yep. hold off on that. So um, yep. you start Puka, you start Cooper Cup, carry on Williams, Matt Stafford, Zach Ertz, Hollywood Brown. You start, if you have him, you start him. Uh, sit Tyler Higby, sit Michael Wilson. Um, I think Joshua Dobbs is a decent super flex play this week, John. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. You can he you can super flex him. He's looked okay. You know, he's throwing the ball well. The offense surprising. Um, I think he's you know he's a better he's a better super flex start than like Desmond Ritter. So or Derek Carr <laughs> or, or Derek Carr. Yeah, yes, I would I would yes. take Dobbs over a few guys. Perfect. Uh, Motion Man has his own question. Uh, let's see. Should I trade Eckler? Ten man PPR league. My running backs are Monty, Brees, and Jacobs. I'm thinking of offering either Brees or Jake or Jacobs. So oh, should I trade, trade for Eckler? Oh, I'm trade for. I'm sorry. I was trade terrible. Four, at reading. Yeah, yeah, trade for Eckler. Oh, yeah. If you could turn 
Josh Jacobs into Eckler right now, I would do that. I mean, I would in a, in a, so then you have Monty as like your solid, you know, steady Eddie, you got Eckler as your explosive RB one. And then you got Brees in your, in your flex Brees as your RB three is crazy. So his concern, his main concern is that it's PPR and Josh Jacobs has been the most targeted RB in the passing game. That's, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. I also don't think the Vegas Raiders are, you know, really going to explode offensively anytime soon. Um, and that, you know, I think running backs on, and that's crazy to say, cause I don't think the jets offense is that good, but running backs on good offenses to me are usually a, cause they have more touchdown opportunity. So that is really where you get like these big spike weeks from running backs as if they have two touchdowns, you know, it's, it's just tough to, I just don't know about the Vegas Raiders right now. And that's the only thing that makes me nervous. But if you want to do Brees for Eckler, I would do that too. I mean, either one of those guys, Brees or Jacobs for Eckler is a good trade. I personally would lean Josh Jacobs for, for Eckler, but I mean, Brees for Eckler is good too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I maybe would just, I would lean Brees all just because of the offense that he's in. Um, but you also don't have to. I, I think you have good running backs that you don't need to make the move. And I don't know if I was if if I'm the Eckler owner who held on to him this whole time would trade him away for Hall or Jacobs right now because Eckler coming back gives me a high end RB one that I want to hold on to. Um, but I mean, if, again, if you want Eckler on your team, give it a shot with either Brees Hall or Jacobs. I think you could go either direction. I think I pre- John. I think for Jacobs, I prefer Hall. But um, yeah. I think you could go either way with that, but uh, you don't also have to do anything. Your team is pretty solid with those three running backs. So motion, man. So thank you for that. Um, again, talking about Brees Hall, are you worried about Brees Hall in this game? All right. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm worried about him because, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles are a good defense and uh, the New York Jets offense isn't great, but I do believe that Brees Hall is talented enough. It's funny, similar to Garrett Wilson. I think he's talented enough that, he could make a lot happen in a few plays. We've seen it. We saw it week one. We saw it this last week. Um, explosive, man. So you can start him. Absolutely. But I am worried about it. But he could, you know, in the first quarter, he could rip off a 40-yard touchdown run and you're not worried about anything. So um, that's kind of what you have to do with Brees and Garrett Wilson right now just because of the situation. I expect it. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of. I kind of like what you said on that. Uh, some starts: Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, DeAndre Swift, Dallas Goddard, Garrett Wilson. You sit Dalvin Cook, Zach Wilson, uh, Kenny Gainwell, uh, Devonta Smith. I bet him on the line because it is a tough matchup for the Jets. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he has another down week right now. But you can still flex him. Alan Lazard kind of jumped up on the board a little bit for me the last few weeks. Now he did something decent over the last two weeks. Now, uh, you know. And it's a matchup that's kind of favorable for a wide receiver. So I wouldn't be mad if you wanted to start him in like a 14, 16 man league, or if you're looking for flex in a 12 man league. But yeah, I mean, I'm not overly confident, especially if it's going to rain in New Jersey. I probably don't want to start him. Tyler Conklin is like a streaming tight end this week if you end up in for a streaming tight end. So, all right, uh, over to the next game Lions, Bucks. Uh, are we trusting Rashard White, John? Um, no, not against not against Detroit. Um, Detroit off De- Detroit's defense again looks great. 
Um, their front seven is nasty. Um, I do think you can beat the Detroit Lions through the air a little. Um, but, yeah, I think you can start Rashad White based on volume alone, but I'm not trusting him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him in this, in this matchup. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't really want to trust him either. It's a tough matchup for him here this week in here. And he's going to see the volume, but he's going to see like seven points on the day here. Prefer don't want to start him if you have better options. Or so uh, you start Dave Montgomery, St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, Sam LaPorter, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You sit Jared Goff because Jared Goff is terrible on the road this year. He's averaging like 15 fantasy points a game compared to like 27 at home. Uh, Kate Odd and you sit, uh, Baker is a nice sleeper quarterback this week that you could go off of. Uh, I probably wouldn't want to start Jameson Williams, but I wanted to mention his name. Why? Just that until he sees like more than just two targets in a game, I don't want to start the guy who's not playing in that high level yet. If Jameer Gibbs plays, you, start, you flex him. Uh, but again, don't feel comfortable with him right now as a flex option. So, all right, Giants Bills Sunday night game here, John. Are we starting any Giants pass catchers? Nope. Uh, yeah, the only pass catcher I would start is, um, maybe, um, Darren Waller. That's the only one I would start if you, cause you probably drafted him pretty high and you might not have a better tight end on your bench, but Agreed. that's the only one I would start. Agreed. I like that. Yep. Uh, you start Josh Allen, you start James Cook, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, you sit Knox, you sit Kincaid, Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Latavius Murray, Damian Harris. Probably sit basically every Giants wide receivers, but I wouldn't mind like a Darius Slay in if Tyrod plays. I feel like the offense may be a little bit better under Tyrod Taylor than what Daniel Jones has been giving us. Slightly. Not a lot, <laughs> but slightly. And then yep. if Saquon plays, you start Saquon. If he doesn't play, I think Matt Breed is a decent flex option. The Bills are terrible against the run this week. And uh, sleeper, deep sleeper pick, Eric Gray. And yeah. then we come I, down. Yeah, that's a Derek. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's yeah, that's kind of where I would be too. Yes, All right. a couple more questions in the chat here. Uh, would you trade Derek Carr uh, and Downs for Jacob Kobe Myers? No. Oh, he has twenty man PPR, and the other guy has no. So he, wait, 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 wait. Would you trade Carr and Downs for Jacoby Myers in a 20-man PPL? Jesus, that's huge. Um, no, I probably wouldn't because Jacoby Myers and Josh Downs to me are the same. So you're just giving up Derek Carr for no reason. Hmm. Yeah, that's not I, – I wouldn't I, – I, I wouldn't. Um, I, I just, you know, but I guess if you really – He's been so If you really believe in Jacoby Myers, like if you really, really believe – in Jacoby Myers, then maybe, but I, I, I think Josh Downs looks fine. He looks good. You know, he touchdowns aren't going his way right now, but it could easily. So I'd be, I, I would, I wouldn't, especially yeah, if the other guy has no backup QB, let him, let him flounder with no backup QB. Don't try and save him. He's, he's, you got him over a barrel right now. Get someone better than Jacoby Myers. You got, he's got no backup. Yeah, Jacoby's been like 15 fantasy points in every game when he's played with uh, Jimmy G this year. I mean, if if Downs had Anthony Richardson, I would say 100% yes. I'm still leaning towards it. Uh, but, yeah, I think John's right. If you if the guy's no backup quarterback, see if you can get a little bit better or don't trade Josh Downs right now. Maybe hold on to him, trade him, trade him something lower tier. If there's someone else lower on your bench, it's a 20-man league, so there's got to be some more players you have down there. And use car and give that guy a reason to want car 
I mean, but yeah, I, I personally, I think it's fine. So, yeah. Uh, Motion's got another question here. Start Waller, Logan Thomas, or Jake Ferguson this week? I would start. I'm starting Logan, Logan Thomas. Thomas. I would start Logan Thomas. Um, yes. Yep. Falcons are Jake terrible Ferguson's against tight ends. It's funny. I have Logan Thomas and Jake Ferguson in my FTLS league, which is like my main league, and I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm doing pretty. the same decision. But I think I'm going Logan Thomas. He's sitting pretty. I like it. Uh, I just got offered Ken Walker and Brandon Ayuk for Jamar Chase and Drake London. Got offered Ken Walker and Ayuk for Jamar and London. PPR. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it depends. If you're hurting at running back, I would take that deal, um, which is – Yeah, I would take that deal if you're hurting at running back. If you really need that RB2 on your team, I would take it uh, because I think Brandon Ayuk has a lot of good games left him in this year. I know I don't want – I don't. I said before, I don't really want to trade Jamar Chase – in most cases, but uh, Ken Walker has been looking nice this year, and Brandon Ayuk is a really strong wide receiver. Um, so yeah, I think I would make that move, but it would have to—I'd have to know who other your other running backs are for you to make that move. If you're really looking for an RB that badly, um, but yeah, I, I do—I don't hate it. I think it's a decent move trade. Uh, Josh also said he also has Higgins and Puka, but I doubt he'd give them up. Yeah, probably not. Probably won't I give those. He also those has Higgins up. and Puka. I don't think he'd give those up for that. Um, Higgins, and maybe Puka. Higgins. He might be. He might be frustrated with Higgins. I would try for Higgins, and if he says no, he says no. But like Higgins has been such a disappointment for probably his team this year that a guy like Josh Downs just up and coming, and he gets a backup quarterback that he, maybe he could start over the guy he has at times. You could try it, but. I'm okay with Jacoby Myers personally. That's how I feel. I know Johns doesn't feel as high on it, but I am okay with getting Jacoby Myers authentically. So, all right. And then the last but not least, we'll finish this up here. Uh, Question of the game. Do we start Josh Palmer or Quentin Johnston? Um, I would start Josh Palmer over Quentin Johnston. I think you can start both rookies coming out of the bye. We've mentioned it a few times. Rookies coming out of the bye tend to take an uptick in sort of targets and performance. So, you know, Quentin Johnson could be, you know, a good sort of sleeper kind of like big monster flex play. If you, if you like desperation flex kind of thing. Um, but Josh Palmer is a pro who looks legit and has been in this off to been used for fantasy before. So uh, I, I would prefer Josh Palmer over Quentin Johnson. Yes, this week alone, I would still go with Joshua Palmer as as a flex option over Quentin Johnston. But compared to like we talked about with JSN, Quentin Johnston has a more of a shot to to pull a big game coming off the bye. But I'm still sticking with Joshua Palmer as the veteran on the team compared of the two. So, and then of course you start uh, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, Zach, uh, Austin Eckler, Ceedee Lamb, Jake Ferguson, Keenan Allen. Uh, I think. Ever, Gerald Everett is a decent play here. I probably wouldn't start Gallup and Cooks as much, but maybe as desperate flex options. Um, and sit Joshua Kelly, of course. So yeah. uh, that's going to wrap up the Cowboys and Chargers game. And that's going to wrap us up for the night here, guys. Uh, we appreciate everyone who tuned in today. John, is there anything you want to mention before we get going? Nope. I want to thank everybody that that tuned in. It was a ton of fun. Um, you know, these start sits and this part of the season gets interesting with bye weeks and injuries. And so Thank you for all these start sit decisions. It's great. It's fun for me to, you know, toil through this with you guys. Please subscribe. Um, it is uh, free for you, but 
immensely valuable for us. Um, and I would start, oh, Herbert is questionable, Herbert. correct? Yeah, uh, I would start Herbert. Guy, though? Yeah, I would start Herbert. Um, yeah, I would start Herbert. So, Herbert. Thank you all again. Thank you all again. Um, please get at me on Twitter if you have any questions over the weekend or whatever. We're all here. We want to make fantasy football fun and for everybody. So feel free. Yes, absolutely. Great way to say that. Again, I appreciate everyone who tuned in, whether it's on our live show at the at YouTube at The Fantasy Coaches and answered any questions for you guys today. We really do appreciate that. We love helping you guys out. Um, or whether if you're listening afterwards on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, we, wherever you listen to your podcast, we greatly appreciate it. I said we're here every Monday and Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, or Central Eastern Time, uh, talking fantasy. Waivers on Monday, starts and sits on Thursdays. And, of course, I have my sh- Sunday show that we kind of go through maybe some injuries or some replacements for Sunday, uh, usually around 10 a.m. So uh, we appreciate all for listening. Tune in until next time, guys. Thanks for listening. And have a good one. Back is not far fetched. We got a couple of clock cans. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like pooper scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act interacting. Shh, like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest entered the room. High off the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players cover this nuts as legumes. Opponents are doomed, and these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running. Track. Listen up, Jack. I'ma head back. Back to the blowing that, blowing that, blowing that. Go.